D&D time, everyone. Please let this be a normal session. With Dad? Unfucking likely Oh. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tavern of Chaos. I am your host, I am Dungeon Master Jake, and I am surrounded by three of my lovely friends, who at this point, if you've been listening to our podcast, are already very well acquainted with. If you are just tuning in for the first time tonight... Go back and listen to the other shows. You're going to be very confused at this point if you don't go back. So, any announcements, anyone, before we get into it? I have nothing, really. I don't know. I think it's just uh, me, local PR guy here. Hey, guys, Austin, you know, normal, usual PR stuff. Uh, just a friendly reminder, keep you guys' eyes peeled on our Twitter page, at tavern underscore of underscore chaos, for any important schedule changes and when our episodes go live every week. Also, if you enjoy the show and enjoy what you're listening to, then please make sure you give us a five-star rating on whatever podcatcher you're listening to, and that's all. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. For sure, definitely get those reviews in. Comments. If you have any like feedback or anything, definitely shoot that over to us. You can... Hit us up on Twitter or through any comment option or contact on any of the podcatchers you listen to. Viewer engagement, bro. Bro. So, yeah. So, if that's all of our announcements, then let us get into the recap. Previously on the Tavern of Chaos, our adventurers sat down and met with Commodore Crux, a GIF pirate captain who upon hearing about the adventurers' plates against the Astralis, decided to help them. Upon making their way to Commodore Crux's ship, the pair of Astralis working for the Jerixus Empire jumped our adventurers, but were easily defeated. Upon reaching the ship, they found it currently occupied by a tiefling captain named Fel. After driving her off the ship, she vowed her revenge. After attuning to the spelljamming helm, our adventurers then made it into wild space. After a short ride, they were eventually pursued by a fabulous Rhaegar, who, also working for the Trixis Empire, was part of the reason their planet got seeded. After a fight that almost took out our party, the Rhaegar was defeated, but at the cost of their spelljamming helms being disabled by the Rhaegar's jellyfish. So, as you are sitting adrift in the Astral Sea, your spelljammer disabled. Your ship afloat. Crux. Pulls out his pipe. Packs it full. Lights it and takes a big drag. Well, settle in, everyone. We definitely could be here for a while. Yeah, it looks like by uh, my calculations, it's at least ten days. I don't know how much food we got on the ship. Hopefully it's more than uh, that. Well, we'll take stock in a bit. Everyone feeling all right? More or right? Looks over at you, Bargo. You took a beating. Yeah, I'm feeling better, though. You don't so, look it. Hey, buddy. Do you think uh, running up there and getting your shit punched in in two seconds was a smart idea? No. Yeah? You learned your lesson there, pal? Yes. What did mom always tell you? Sit back. Yeah. Don't get close. Yeah. Use your magic, pal. You spent a long time staring at some trees and staring at some stars for a reason. Can't help tunnel visioning. Yeah, well, you might want to keep track of it from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There ain't no common thugs around here. 
We're out in space. That was a giant goddamn floating jellyfish. In space. Shit, I think that's a fucking space fish over there. I think that looks like a space barracuda or something. Yeah, see? This shit's fucking weird. This shit'll eat us up in two seconds. I mean, fair enough. I, I, I don't really have an excuse. I just... Yeah, I know you don't. And at this point, Basil's just going to walk to the center of the main deck and uh, kneel down and just start trying to mend, casting mending on the ship, just trying to slowly pull it back together. Yeah, you start just fixing. There's some bigger cracks, and they get smaller, and smaller cracks disappear. You slowly fix piece by piece. You're like, sorry, Flinch, I know I'm taking your job, but... Yes. It's okay. I see him start actually scrambling up the mast with a full sewing kit and starts patching up side of the sails so that it's seen some tears. How are you feeling over there, Spock? Well, I'm doing okay. You got your, your bell rung pretty hard with that one. Yeah, you know, I, it hurt a lot. Yeah. It hurt a lot. A lot, yeah. It, it hurt a lot. Yeah. But we're okay now. Yeah, I don't know how long that's going to last. Uh, it currently seems like your uh, your brother had put a bounty on us. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of they're kind of angry that we escaped them. Yeah, which is pretty interesting because, like, I mean, granted, we are the only three that are the most likely to roll up to their block and fuck up their shit. But yeah, yeah, I'd say that's probably accurate. I don't know. Fucking see how it goes. You guys do have a little bit of time if you want to take a short rest. Can if you want to heal up and hit dice or anything, like it. You can. Well, you got a lot of time, but if you want to take a short rest in the meantime before you take a long rest and re, yeah, reset everything. Uh, in the meantime, though, while you're taking this rest, is there anything else anyone wants to do? Um, check in with anyone. Allow or? me to use heat metal to kind of like fix any bent metal pieces on the ship. Yeah, I'd see after you guys rest for a little bit. Um, You and your brother, Basil, started working through. He's mending pieces that are broken. And through the combination of, like, his mending spell and your heat metal, you're able to, like, put things back to where they're supposed to be. I think it's out of shape. Any cannons that were a little bent from the action. Any pieces of the ship, metal, like, bars or anything that's holding structure. You guys work together and start really... Fixing her back up. Uh, I would like to go check out this bell dreamer and see if there's anything I can do to maybe get it back online sooner. Yeah, so make an arcana check for me. Alright. Uh, is... 21. 21. You can start working on it if you'd like. You're not 100% sure... If you can fix it, seeing that you've never worked on a spell jamming home before. Right. But you have a good idea of how you've attuned to it already. You've got an idea somewhat of how to at least use it so you can see if maybe that can help you. Yeah, I'll start working on that. Um, all right. I'll definitely say once I'm once Basil's done mending the ship, you know, major stuff, just kind of go down, same thing, helping Spike trying to get it... Uh, up and running again see if i can get some more time off of it even though i got the little bit off of last time so make another account check for me six coming in clutch uh nope Uh, it's 10 
Yeah. It's 10. Yeah, I rolled a nat 20 and only got 21 because I have a plus one. Right. Yeah, I have a plus six and I rolled a four. So So you start working on it. I mean, Basil, you're really unsure. You've kind of seen about the same things you saw last time when you were down there. Yeah, I mean, even though I cast Identify on it, that only helps so much. Um, Yeah, you guys are working on it. Um, Bart, anything you're doing after you're done with your heat metal treatment? I'm going to go down and look through the star maps that I can uh, find lying around yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, make an investigation check. Ten. Ten. Not really much different than you saw before. Kind of the similar maps. Same, nothing out you of You kind of really ordinary. see the same maps that you looked through before last time you took a peek through. Damn. Nothing really crazy. A lot of maps of your current system you're in. Um you do see a larger map of the Astral Sea with a lot of unlabeled locations. You do have a sense of where your current realm is, but other than that, you're not really sure. Can I go talk to our treant friend and see how he's doing? Yeah, of course. Starbo. You head on up to the top there, and Starbo's there, moving some of the big rocks around, limbs out, rustling a little bit. How you feeling, buddy? Oh, we're doing okay. A little sore, but nothing I haven't felt before. Need help with anything around here? Oh, I think what you and your brother did over there was just fine. I appreciate it. Alrighty then. I'm just gonna go head down and Kinda find something. Rustle some leaves at you, and you feel a couple like fall into your hair. God damn it! That was heavy. That was my foot. Son of a bitch. Ah. Why is this goddamn chair so heavy, Spike? Uh, that's a great question. Probably because it has to be able to sit a lot of Fuck. different kinds of large magical creatures. Yeah, but it's fucking solid rock, and it's big, and it's fucking heavy. Who the Ye- fuck designed this fucking thing? I don't know who designed it, but I don't know why you think it would be light being that it's a solid fucking rock. I don't know. You'd think you'd make it a little more fucking ergonomic. No. I don't think so. Well, I'm glad to see you're just okay with it. I mean, I'm assuming if you're you're not like the wealthiest wealthiest person alive, you'd probably skimp out on the chair you sit in a little bit. I mean, maybe, I guess. I don't know. You're going, you're spending a lot of money on the fucking ship anyways. Yeah, but like, why spend extra for a comfier chair when you could just get a big rock for free? That's where your mind's going with this? Yeah. God fucking, Jesus Christ. All right, fucking, just hold it up while I fucking get this fucking rune fixed on the bottom here. All right, there you go. Thanks. Uh, Let's not drop it. I guess strength check, Spike. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Straight strength. Straight strength check. Uh, Fifteen. All right. It's heavy. It's a heavy chair. Yeah. You hold it up, though. You you hear him straining, Bart. Not uh, that part, Basil. The bees. The double bees here. The bee Whoa. brothers. The bee brothers got me mixed up. B and B. Fucking barracks. Uh, the yeah, you, boys. Your spike just straining, but you're etching some some of the runes. Listen, I just gotta get them back uh, in there. 
as you're finishing up patching in some of the rooms, um, one of you two roll me a d6. Four. You take four days off of the original time frame. Oh, we're getting there. Um, you all hear so, Cooks go. So it was 17 down by three the first time. So it's not a 14. So now it's down to 10 days. 10 days. 10 days left. Hey, we, there. we cut it almost in half. At this point, you all hear Cooks go, Hey, everyone get up here. I got a stat for you all. Oh, boy. This ain't going to be good. All right. Oh, no. So you all make your way up to the dock. And as you look out into the Astral Sea, into Wild Space, you all notice a group of creatures just flying. You see a group of six Kindori space whales. Spoken space just whale. Just flying through. The pot of motherfucking space whales. They are about a hundred feet away from you. Um, Spike. Yeah. Make a history check. Okay. Let's see. Two. Those are space whales. Those are space whales. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they fucking are. So there's about six of them. They're about a hundred feet away from the second one. There's such a thing as space whalers out here, Commodore Crux? No. Nobody the Kindor I left alone. But I had an idea when I saw them. I think it'll work. Are you telling us to get towed by some Kindori? Correct. Mm, I I need you guys to make some light. They love the light. Uh, I can cast dancing lights. uh, I'm also gonna um take like is there just like a scrap like barrel lid or something like just something like a hunk of something. Probably find a hunk of wood somewhere. Yeah, just something. And I'm just gonna uh, do magical tinkering and just turn it into like a big spotlight. So I can throw something off of the ship, right? And it'll just float out into space? Or uh, like, how's that when work? it eventually breaches your guys' gravity well, it will then start floating into space. Yeah, there's a so gravity just gotta plane. throw it hard enough. Yeah, so, and I mean, it'll eventually... So the gravity well goes around, so eventually once it drops down, it'll plop out of your well, too. So if you get it far enough out, yes, but also eventually if it right. doesn't go, it'll just go... Yeah, because what it does, Donnie, is there's like... So you're casting magical, casting magical lights? Spike. Yeah, dancing lights. Donnie. The way it works is like the ship's in the middle, then the plane goes out so many feet, and then it's just a sphere in that to that length. And you're making yourself a giant spotlight? Yeah, with my magical tinkering. All right. Yeah. So you guys flash these lights, and you see two of these whales break from their pond. Come over to investigate. Hell yeah. So now what? Who's who's got a rope? I mean, I got 50 uh, foot. I ain't got much. That should work. I also have 50 feet of rope. All right. Time to put my lasso in practice to use. All right. So, if you'd like to try to lasso this, you can. Um, <laughs> I will try and lasso the whale so that he is not. Treated. I just got to look up how this works. 
That's what I'm saying. I just kind of threw it out there as like a... I mean, I know how it works. I just have to figure out how it works. I'm genuinely like a... I'm just going to hook a rope and hope I can hook it, I guess. Yeah. If there's something to hook. And I will hook a rope at the other one. Because I'm assuming we want both whales. It'll probably make us go a little bit faster. You're proficient with ranged weapons. Yeah. Making a so make an attack roll. Ranged attack roll. Yeah. Not gonna be with the. Let's say just dex plus proficiency. Dex plus proficiency. Yeah, it comes out to plus seven. It was just because the pistol's got an extra. Yeah. For schnazzle. Uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. So you just see <clears throat> Basil. And you just catch Shink. right on to part of the whale. Shunk. I am also. Shink. I'm trying to lasso the other whale. Yeah. Go ahead and make a. You are. Are you proficient with ranged weapons at all? Um, I don't think so. That's a fantastic question. I don't think I am. If not, just make a check with just a just roll d20 plus dex. Okay. I mean, I haven't. I have an idea if worse comes to worse. What is your idea? How does a natural twenty? So you definitely lasso the whale. My idea was going to be, uh, how would you feel about using, like, me taking one of the stones, tying the rope around it, and then using that with uh, my sling? You could have tried it, if you want to. But, so, you two have currently lassoed the whales. Hell yeah. They feel lassoed, and they keep pulling. And as the ropes grow tight. You all feel the second one lurch. Eventually, you all are now being tugged in the direction that the whales are going. Now, here's the real question. Where's the direction we were fucking heading, Crux? Well, not where we're headed, but I think maybe we can convince them. You two got the ropes. Let's try to like finagle it and get them to turn. I, I don't think you understand. Understand how this works. Do either of you two have telepathy or any way to um. speak with animals? <laughs> can you speak? Actually, can anyone? All right. Anyone, first of all, we should be asking the druid. I'm Sorry, yeah. definitely well, not me. Does anyone have like a way to communicate with the whales? Like telepathy or a way to speak with? Actually, hold on. I don't know if I don't work. I don't think Kandori are technically animals. No, speak with oh, I don't think I'm speaking with animals. How what speak with animals says? I ain't got jack and or squat. So. Yeah, I also don't have jack or shit. Ah, yeah, no, speak with animals is not gonna work right now. These are celestials. Let's just say yeah, I don't think they're animal. Oh, they're out they in are. the astral sea. So no one knows how to I think I speak celestial. Do you? Do Probably. Speak? I, I think Astralon's good at language, but so you don't understand what things speak. I'm really the only one who's gonna be able to speak them is like telepathy. I speak. I chose primordial. That's oh, fine. Yeah. That's so right, that's I'm gonna right. need both Spike and Basil to make animal handling checks. This is gonna go. Oh, this is going to go poorly. I got a, a plus, plus zero. Um, <laughs> Straight rolls, baby. Uh, wait a minute. Can I cast to make a? 
Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I might be able to help us here, Fed. Hurry up uh, and say something. Cause, uh, yeah, hold I got on. I, I got I to gotta find the spell. Um, I got the number. Just tell me if I'm adding something. Where it's an attack roll or saving throw. Damn. Uh, All I'm saying right now is... is Crux. Okay, so maybe I can't help us because that only helps with (laughs) saving throws or attack rolls. Yeah. So, oh, fuck. This is where guidance comes Uh, in handy. Yikes, that's a nine. I got a 12. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Still a 12. What'd you roll? Nine. I don't know what this imaginary DC is. Okay, let me, uh, now I, oh, I gotta look up something real quick. More about uh, gravity wells. Are we about to get fucking dunked on by gravity? <laughs> you might. Yeah, you might just get yoinked. Because if you get pulled too far to the edge of the gravity well, it starts to lose its effect via distance. Yeah. So if you get pulled too far out, there's literally no saving you. You just continue to get pulled by the so, whale. So, make a dexterity saving throw, Spike. All right. Oh, don't love that. You got a paladin or a plus, don't you? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So, neither of you can die. Yours, Basil. Sort of nudges in the direction you want, but then it's like, no, 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 no absolutely no, no. not. No, no. <laughs> Yours, Spike, just completely ignores everything and actually pulls you off balance. And you almost fall overboard. But Basil, you notice and just clasp him and just pull him back. Robo arm just latches onto your shoulder and just sinks in. Just like <laughs> guidance on him real quick. It's a little late for that, bud. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For the next time that he needs it. Sure. Who are you casting about? His dumb Spike? ass. Yeah. Me. You shall tap Spike. You don't have guidance. So you'll get a D4 added to uh, checks and saving throws and stuff. Hell yeah. So, they're currently off. Um, if you guys want to make a more animal handling check, you can to see if you can help get them in the right direction. If not, it's going to be a long trip. Woo! Higher than last time, but still not good. What'd you get? 15. All right. 22. 15 is the number you needed. Oh, thank God. So, oh, at this Lord. point, you both you are didn't able help me. to wrangle your Kindorai. I'm just like, hold In the on. direction that Crux is pointing. This is different than uh, trying to steer a bison. I can't just grab it by the horns and just fucking pull. At All this right. point, now that you've got it on path there. I would hope not. It's a giant space whale. Yeah, flying. well, it's not like you can rope it by the throat and worry about crushing its larynx or something. So, true. At this point, Crush goes, class bully, and goes, well done. We've got a lot of time left, but good job. I really hope that we can get to wherever the hell Jaraxxus is and fucking loot their fucking gold. Well, Currently, we're heading to a good friend of mine. We'll get there about with this speed. Three days. 
the outpost, right? Or the lighthouse or something like this that. This is a tower. Yeah. Little topper. Beautiful. Well, I'm gonna tie off the fucking rope yeah. to the Kindora. Also eye. tying the rope off. I'm not mm-hmm. fuck holding this rope the whole time. Yeah. yeah. We're tying that to the front mast. That's so you guys have about three days on this journey. Anything you guys want to do for these next three days? Uh, I will just occasionally go, like, I'll spend a couple hours each day trying to work on the, the I'm spell I'm going to spend jammer. the next three fucking days working on the fucking spell jammer. I'll have you both make one more arcana check to see if... Uh, what oh. we do here? Hot diggity damn, that's a five. Eighteen. Roll me a d6. Uh, Basil? Four. All right, we got six days left. So I'll be about th- once you arrive, you'll have about three days. Three of days of hanging out at the outpost. Hanging out. So, uh, Bart, anything you're doing for the next three days? Uh, aside trying to watch for any and all meteor showers, passing shooting stars, yada yada, off the like side of the ship and whatnot. Um, witty banter with my brother back and forth, mainly. Spark, I said hand me <coughs> the spin dremel. The what? The spin dremel. You know, the one that goes whirr. No, not that one. No, no, you're still wrong. Reaching in the wrong box, kid. Still the wrong box. This there one. you go, buddy. He's still better help than I would be. Yeah, but you at least know the names of my tools. Only because I helped you that one time. Yeah, you did help me build an arm. Make a perception check, Bart. Unnatural 20. Yeah. So, through your time on the uh, ship for the next three days, a lot of the time I feel like you spend a lot of nights probably, start of the nights at least outside. Yeah, just laying there. You do notice quite a few breathtaking meteor showers and in patterns you've never seen before. And you had, you do tend to sketch them down. Occasionally you see a space fish or a school of space fishies. One even flies, slowly, yeah, flies, flies, swims right to the edge of the uh, of your gravity plane, kind of looks at you and then floats off. I'm going to start drawing fish too since... It's really peaceful out here, you think. You could see yourself enjoying out here. Can't wait for our own ship to be fixed so we can actually go without the assistance of these whales. You know, you would think that you'd be thrilled to have a little bit of spacefaring life out here with you. I am. I don't think we should have taken two whales from their pod, but... Oh, all right. You're going to go all green tree hugger. All right. All right. I haven't said anything, so... Listen, it's either we hitch a ride with the whales or... I understand. We sit around in wild space. That's why I'm not saying anything. I'm just simply saying they're not meant to be here. We're just kind of using them because we need them. Yeah, well, welcome to the way way of life. I'm sure they'll find their way home. Isn't there a famous saying that somebody says, life finds a way? I think somebody maybe said that once. I don't remember. Listen, we're just creating the plot for Free Willy 
<laughs> we're, we're just setting up some kid to find these whales and help him get home. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Space free Willie. Trader Suddenly Planet the... meets free Willie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be the, the, what's that anti-whaler show meets space? Anti-whaler show. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It was on like Animal Planet or whatever, like forever ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. 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 Suddenly this just ship's gonna come up and just start throwing fucking paint and chum on us. Like, no, free the whales. <laughs> We'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? So. Oh God. As you work on your spell jamming helm. Then to your whales. And you sketch down your stars and your fish. Flinch, you got a family? You got something going on? Cassie, Me? I live in space. Space is for me. That's fair. I just, you know. Space is my family. Curious. I've never really seen your, uh, your kind around my... Well, this is the second time, actually, technically. You guys from this like solar system thing or elsewhere? Some of us are. Some from Doom Space. Some from here. Maybe some from other spaces. Hard to say. Hmm. To answer the question, we were once were once a species of the Earth, but then some of us took to space. Yeah. That can be said for any of us, any species at this point. So, you know. got a little like a little hang glider things. What are the? Oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We do glide. Do you want to watch? Mm, not to impose none. Just kinda... Come 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 come. All right, yeah, keep holding it right there, Spike. Don't move. I'll be back. Oh okay. yeah. You see, he takes you out to the main deck. You see Bard sketching, and you see Flint just climbs the top of the mast. He looks down. And starts gliding himself down. Huh. That's pretty nifty. Gliding. Nifty. Very useful. Very useful. Yeah, especially if you're falling a lot. Especially if you fall off the mast. Yeah. Sometimes crux... Isn't the greatest of drivers. No, I believe it. He I, he couldn't really walk in a straight line for a while there. So. Well, when he gets down in the dumps, he hits the bars. What was he down in the dumps over? Because he wasn't out here adventuring? He wasn't out here all yo-ho? Yeah. It's not my story to tell. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. Perhaps Crux will tell you. He kind of slaps you on the shoulder. Best get to fixing. No, I'm working on it. I'm working real fucking hard. That's for sure. I'm assuming at some point we get a long rest. Yeah, it's three yeah. days of travel. I mean, if you don't want a long rest, you don't have to. No, you I'm... can stay up. I'm not going to stop you. Listen, I'm just making sure before I hit the button on the fucking character sheet. I'm also going to change my... Uh, I'm going to take an afternoon to change my Eldritch Cannon. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see if I want to change any of my spells. I will let you know. Okay. We're oh. changing wrist rockets to uh, protector. All right. Sounds good. 
So. I'll I will th- also be looking at my spells in a second here. I just, you got me doodling officially. <laughs> that is totally fair. So. Know what that means, people? Art. As the third day comes, you all see what you think is a crooked tower perching atop of a small asteroid surrounded by a cloud of twinkling cosmic dust. You see Crux pull a spy piece out. Look at the rock. And what you see as you get a little closer, a decrepit wooden pier. Here we go. Mr. French, ready the jolly. Yes, Master Crux. You see Flinch run over and you start running a jolly boat. You see Crux thump down and goes, That there, Doppler's Tower. You cutting the whales? <sighs> well, we can pull her into the dock. But I'm afraid with the state of the second wind, not going to be really able to stop. Yeah, I mean, we've we've also only got three days, so if we can sit adrift for three days out not too far. I'd say yes. Let's uh, release our friends and say thank you, and we'll let them on the way. All right. right. Spike, I got a real dumb idea. Okay. And you're going to do me a favor, and you're going to hold on to these ropes really fucking tight, all right? Okay. I'm going to climb out on the ends of the rope and untie them from around the whales. I'm going to first have you make an acrobatics check as you're trying to tightrope to the whales. If you want, I could probably just bamf out to the ends of the bamf onto each whale. I mean, I guess. I, I feel like that's safer than you fucking crawling out there. Eh? It's just as dangerous to get on the whales, period, is more more my point here. <coughs> so why not just let go of the ropes? Well, right, but he he's trying to... I would to, like to preserve to the ropes preserve. so we can use them for later if need be. Yeah. Um. I don't want to just be out 50 foot of fucking rope here, my guy. Well, 100 or foot. Or 100 foot, yeah, technically, but yeah. yeah. Like, that shit, that shit ain't cheap. Money don't grow on trees right now. I don't know if you noticed. We broke. We stole a ship. That's how broke we are. Yeah, but I also feel like it's not hard to steal rope. Bro, we still broke. Yeah, we're broke, but I mean... I would prefer not to continue stealing everything we need to make it along this journey. But that just feels like the right way. Does it? Sorry. I mean, Um, if you want to bamf out there, be my guest. I mean, I'll I'll ask you this, Fen. How how confident are you in making these checks? Uh, I've got a plus four to acrobatics, so. Okay, I'll let him fucking go then. I don't care. All right. Yeah, make an acrobatics check. Like my dex is not a slouch. It helps if I roll higher than uh, you know certain <laughs> numbers on the dice, but that's a long story. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. You start walking tightrope in it and you feel yourself start to jiggle your balance start to go it's like you eventually see basil just fall over and there's death grip onto this rope 
hugging himself, legs locked around. Listen, man, if I got a shimmy, if I just got to like inch, if I got to inchworm my way, I will. Shimmying to the whales. Damn. Eventually, do you make it to a whale? They, uh, they feel solid. Feel kind of like a normal creature would, but they're very, you know, shimmery. Um, you're just gonna go from whale to whale. Yeah, I just want to, like I said, just get to one, untie, and then hop over to the other one if I can. Sure, you have uh, untied both whales. And then have Spike reel me in off the end of the rope. Spike, make uh, make an athletics check, and uh, we're gonna see how this goes. We might have to, you might have to hold on tight. Yeah, that's seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, you still have the hold on tight. Uh, make a uh, dexterity check. Well, that's 19 on the die, so... You're fine. So, Spike, you start dragging and pulling yep. and pulling and pulling. And you watch, basically, as Basil just, as he unties, holds both ropes and just... And just falls through space. You eventually pull him up. You get really close, Basil, to hitting the other side, the underside of the boat. Basil out here becoming fucking trapeze artist. Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, you eventually make it onto the boat. At this point, um, you all see Mr. Finch has readied one of the jollies and is at a winch to get ready to lower it down to get you guys out there. You see a name written across the side of the boat. Big Bluster. You guys hopping aboard? Yep. <coughs> yeah. Y'all hop aboard. Um, our six oars. At this point, Crux is standing, at the, pointing at the bow, just pointing directly at the dock. That way, men. I'll grab some oars and start fucking going to town rowing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get in on it. So. You three uh, yeah. start rowing. It's slow at first, but... Row. 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 Um, I you think do with all the work we've done in privateering, we'd pick up a shanty or two. This is true. Wait, but do you remember hey, any? Up she goes. Rolling randy dandy uh, I ain't really got much past that. So, as you do all get closer to the dock, you do see scores of pelicans, mollymocks, and smaller birds that are nesting on the side of the asteroid. And they do squawk. Ah! How the fuck is there birds? Uh, right as you approach the dock. At the end of the dock, you do see two gray shark-like creatures fighting over the remains of a pelican. A woman in frayed robes and bare feet sits in a rocking chair at the base of the tower, watching the fracas, her face half-hidden by a wide-brimmed hat that is a blue bidet perched on it. The woman leaves her feet, branches a staff, and is, Go on, get! 
The fiery ray springs from her fingertips, frightening away the sharks. The fuck did we just fucking row ourselves into? This point. This is weirder than the goddamn Nautiloid. This is weirder than the goddamn Star Moth. This is weirder than my planet getting fucking seeded from space. This point, Crux kind of like reaches back and goes, This is safety. Come on! Let's go be good guests. This point, you see the woman now walking forward. Come on, he goes, <laughs> Oh, welcome, friends. Crux. Oh my god, it's so good to see you. Who are your friends? You make you get new compadres, new compatriots. Kind of, more or less, to help me get my ship back. Well, whoever it works. Hey, uh, I would like to consider us friends now, Crux. We did just have a very deep bonding experience over murdering a fabulous-looking fish man on a couple of astrolabes. Oh, I haven't checked on the prisoner in a couple of days. Whoops. I hope Flinch is good to him. Yeah, we kind of forgot about him, huh? Yeah, he's missing a couple toes. Yeah, you guys did a number on him. Oh, no, just specifically me. Yeah. He's missing a couple toes now, but I I know he's working He's working to keep us away from Jiraxis as hard as they can and that they're the ones who put the bounty on us. That's about all I got out of him. That's point after you guys are speaking and Crux and Tahoe's fingers. Well, friends, any friend of Crux is a friend of mine. Please come. I'll give you a tour of the tower. All right. Is there any locations where I should be concerned about falling through or out? No, no. We keep this place. Me and the boys keep this place in tip-top shape. Oh, boy. So. As you guys walk along the asteroid, I will give you guys a map. Map change. Map change. Oh, sorry. So, yeah. Oh, where, 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 where? Up here. That's that one. That's the first one. Talk about a crooked oh, tower. Okay, we're here. All right, I, see. I did say it was quite crooked. Let me go grab your yeah. tokens real quick because that's going to be. Good dash base flow. Semi important, I think. Dash the base flow right there. <laughs> but I'll do that in a moment. Okay. So, as you guys make your way forward, you enter into the first floor of the tower. You see four ring shaped garden terraces. The walls of the cylindrical chamber. The gardens are very vertically spaced, about 10 feet, burning with luscious fruits, vegetables, and golden wheat. You see four mechanical gnomes wearing harnesses tending to the plants. The harnesses are attached to ropes that loop around pulleys affixed to the ceiling, enabling the gnomes to hoist themselves into the air and move from one plot to another. Most of my sustenance comes from these gardens, actually. I get regular deliveries of fresh soil from the Doar merchants, and they get homegrown food and bird eggs in return. It's quite a lovely system we have. Bart, it looks like you fit right in here. Hell yeah. You do look like a purveyor of nature. Very much so. What this is the fuck? most green freak anti-government compound I've seen in a long time. Let's make him go. Boys, Orwick, one, three, six, and eight, come down, meet some friends. And you see all of the little mechle- the little autonomes just pulling themselves down. And just... Hello. 
You're so I'm short. Auric one, three, six, eight. How many R are you? She goes, I have a few more. Well, we're already up to eight, so. All right, boys, back to work. These gardens don't tend themselves. See, I'll just look at all three of you. Nod. I should go back to their ropes. Clip in. Then go up to their respective plots that they were working on. Hmm. Nifty. This is pretty efficient. They do work quite well. Shall we go to the next floor? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Go up to the next one. So this floor houses a modest kitchen where you see two more autonomes preparing dinner. Furnishings include an unmade bed, a wardrobe topped with birds' nests, and a bookshelf packed with astrological texts and more birds' nests. Here are my living quarters where I read my books, take my meals. My autonomes have no shortage of recipes. Today's repast is. Deep fried night scaver steak with a lunar bechamel. They are quite fine cooks. Oh, sounds great. Hey, I can have them make a couple extra plates if you'd like to stay. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, unfortunately, we have no choice. The spell jammer's down for another three days. Oh, dear. All right. I'm going to try. Bart's going to try to sneak a like taste of the food. Can I slide a hand check? Um, yeah, I guess I have hand check. Yeah, here you go. Two, four, and three more plates. F- four more plates on for dinner, please. Yeah, make a slight hand check. Seven. At this point, as you reach your hand out here, just as your hand gets batted away by a little mechanical arm, does this is nothing. Just yeah, had to try. Well, I'm just going to walk away in defeat. Like that. <laughs> that is fair. I got slapped away. She eventually starts making her way up to the third floor. As you make your way to the third floor, you see two more gnomes using rags to polish a 10-foot-long copper telescope in the center of the chamber. Dozens of star maps lie atop the tables that are also littered with sketches of planets and otherworldly landscapes. And here is my observatory. I acquired my autumn gnomes from the same fellow who sold me this telescope, which also allows me to spy on all the worlds in the system and gaze at stars and other systems as well. She walks across the room and touches a wall where you see a large, a tall opening appear in front of the telescope. Would any of all like to take a look? Bart's jaw is on the fucking ground, dragging at this point. And I'm he gonna, just is shaking his head violently. I'm going to kick his kick his ass out of the way and immediately just walk over and just try and peer through at our planet. Uh, make a, just a perception check. More or less, not that if you're going to find your planet, but how much detail you're going to see of your planet. 17. 17, yes. So at this point, you do find your system, you do find your planet... You do see a large amount of crystal. There is still a very large portion of your planet. Untouched. Untouched. But there is also a very large portion of your planet that is crystalline. (sighs) Fucking clock's ticking, clock's ticking. Yeah, not looking too good for our planet, huh? Not really, no. I'm going to grab it and just see... 
honestly the closest moon that w- to us that I can. Yeah, you just peer around a little bit. You do find one. It's nothing too crazy. It's just a generic moon. Fair enough. Just a basic moon. This you point. wouldn't happen to be able to point this thing towards your axis, would you? I would love to say I have a map for you, but I don't. But, but do you have something that might be able to help you get there? She walks over to a shelf and she picks up an item. It's a little spherical piece. She goes, this particular item is a wild space orrery. It allows you to track the positions, movements of all suns, planets, and moods within a system and gives you a display. I am willing to exchange this to you for a price. More service. Mm. You see, a void scaver has started prowling about my tower. I call her Big Mama. She is enormous. A what? A void scaver. The fuck is that? Make a history check. Uh, Can we speak yeah. in landlubber terms here? Let's see if you know what a void scaver is. Uh, that is a six. Six. You. Let me think how best to describe it. Think of a really big barracuda. But in space, and a little more monstrous and a little more demented. Fuck, I was just joking about the barracuda thing earlier. Space. I'm honestly surprised you didn't see her when you were coming over. But she can be... Please tell me the ship isn't in trouble right now. Except you will know you find her. You will see one big red eye staring right back at you. I will give you this wild space orrery. If you take care of Big Mama for me. Ooh, Barracuda. Alright, I mean, I feel like we don't really have too much of a choice. Yeah, because we got to find Jaraxxus. Yeah, so... Think it'll taste good? Uh, it might be a little tough, a little gamey. Where it's never stopped tow- me before. Where in the tower did you see it last? Oh, no, it's not in the tower. It's around the tower. It's around she, the tower. It's floating yeah, out She space. prowls around this tower. Oh, prowls around the tower. When he said prowls around the tower, my instant thought was around on the inside of the tower. Yeah, no, no it's no. a giant space barracuda. It's a barracuda. giant space barracuda. I will, I'll, post, I'll pop a picture up here in a second for you guys. I will be <laughs> posting this on Twitter later. Okay. Uh, just for you guys, because you just it's important for you guys to see that are at my table currently. Ooh, what? barracuda. You are about to just... Kind of space barracuda is the best description I can give. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Barracuda. That was a voice gabber for Big my table. Scary table. You'll see yeah. one. All of my Twitter, all of our followers, you'll see it on Twitter later. I, yeah, I'm working on getting better about that. Posting some so, in-game art. Yeah. To give you an explanation of why this piece is worth this service. When you're inside a wild space system, this is going to show you where you are relative to all the planets and moons and the sun. 
Now, if you want to get to a different system, you're going to have to get to the Astral Sea first. But once you get to that system you need to get to, well, this will get you right to where you need to go. Get your bearings straight. So, do we have ourselves a deal? Faustian bargains about. Sounds like we're eating barracuda tonight. Uh, not tonight. Slow your roll there, Flapjack. If I may ask, why do you need to get to Jarek's space? I need to beat the shit out of a motherfucker for seeding my planet. Oh. Well. And tell me how to stop it. Hopefully. We can be of assistance to each other. <laughs> I like this. You wouldn't happen to know what the giant crystal vines do. I'm not really sure. I can do a little research. While while you guys take care of my problem, I'll do a little research and see what information I can get. Hell yeah. Alright. Alrighty, well. If you head back out into open space, uh, you'll eventually find Big Mama. What if you wish to stay around the dock? You can possibly lure her in somehow. Uh, Well, I think we're going to have to hang out for a couple days first anyway. Maybe we'll get some spotting and get some ideas and watch her patterns. Yeah. I think having a mobile ship will be a lot better and a lot more equal terms than trying to lure it into a dock where we're sitting ducks. Yeah, probably. Probably a good idea to use the big big space boat. Yeah. To our advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Starbow is going to be too happy with us, but... Uh, Crocs, what do you think? Well... I think. You posed? Wait, what were we saying again? Sorry. You're a little distracted by the gnomes. You got a fancy for the gnomes there, Crux? Look at this so cute. Look at the little, the little guy. <laughs> Crux, I'm a little guy to you. But he's even littler. Look <laughs> at him. And he's so shiny. Okay, what were we talking about? We gotta kill the big, the big barracuda, the ooh barracuda outside. Right. I think it would be a smarter idea. We think it would be a smarter idea mm-hmm. to do it once the uh, second wind is up and running again, because it's better to be able to move about the thing as well rather than sit on the docks and be, you know, fishing a barrel. Well, yes, I agree. Fishing a barrel is bad. What say happens if, while we're trying to take the jolly over, we get attacked? You've seen the size of the jolly, right? Yeah, I'm aware. I'm not saying we would leave the rock for a couple of days. My thought here is, as he now pokes his head out of the tower and looks down towards the dock, that space down there is mighty big. I'm thinking, if one of you is feeling up to it, he looks over at you, uh... Parker goes, not you. Nope, not definitely not you. <laughs> Probably you, Spock. Sitting down there. I don't know. Feed the space fish. Throw a fish at a bird. At boring. And maybe, Big Mama comes by. And we all get her. 
We got range. The three of us got range, and you're going to be right there in the fray. You whacker. We shoot her. I'll go home rich. Well, rich in the loose term. And we don't have to worry get thrown into space if we get to talk in the jolly. Because I... Listen. Someone breathes on this man over here. He dies. No offense, Mark. Yeah, we're all aware of that. None taken. Yeah. I've come to the I realization. I almost watched you spike fall off a boat today and you tried to taunt rope and almost fell into space. I'm thinking if we stay on solid ground we're going to be much better. Statistically less likely to fall into space. Gravity's limited here too, bud. Right, but here we are statistically less likely than on the little jolly. It, uh, fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, fine. Great. So human bait. And we'll sit in the wings until it comes close and then we'll shoot her. Okay. I like this plan. But first, dinner. Yes, I can get behind this. He looks over top of her. Shall we eat outside or are we going to sit on the second level? I think outside will be wonderful. I'll have a couple of the gnomes from downstairs bring out a few tables. You hear you down. One, three. Can you set up a couple tables for dinner with my guests? Here. Of course. Don't go chasing the gnomes, Crux. I I don't need to go chasing. I looked at him and he kind of like palms one. <laughs> Crux, put the fucking gnome down. Body. It's trying to work. Body. They have a fucking job to do. Okay. Do you want a little companion? Do I need to make you a little companion? You can learn how to make one of those. I can make you a knockoff. Little dog. He's so cute though. Ma'am, do you have any like a hunk of scrap metal sitting around? Um... I'll see what I can dig up. I just need something. I, I got the tools. I just need something, you know, just a palmable chunk. I'll see what I can find. Thank you. You guys go clean up and get ready for dinner. You head down to the first level. Auric 1 and 3 will show you where to, where to go. Bart, you get a bath first. You stink like shit. Yeah, that's fair. Boom. On the no first level, you will, you will see a wash, wash pot. The stank of getting my ass kicked. Yeah, the stank of my you blood. Some, you see some dried blood. Just all the matted dried blood. Both Bart and Spike are just covered in dried blood. Yeah. Just, I'll be outside for a minute. Fucking let me know when you two are done. Yeah. You pop outside and you do see the tables that Orwick 1 and 3 are setting up. Yeah, I'm just looking around it. Make a, make a perception check. Yikes. Yikes. Love that. Nine. Okay. It's a beautiful night outside. It's always night. It's beautiful, though. Stars are nice. It's always fucking dark out here. Space fish. (laughs) Go on, get the fuck out of here. Get. Go on, get now. Fucking space fish. Well, they're flying around outside. Hmm. They're not, like, right up in your face, but you just see them, like... No fucking pelicans trying to get up in my shit. No. No. I mean, you do see the pelicans have re- regathered on the dock. Fucking freaks. 
freak pelicans. Sorry. Yeah. You Fucking all. space pelicans. Mm-hmm. Clean up. Straighten up your clothing a little bit to the best you can. Walk over to Bart and I mend his shirt back together now that it's not caked with dry, all the dried blood in it. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you look like a normal person again. Yeah, well, you, you know. You don't look like somebody's punching bag. So, you guys head on down. Uh-huh. And the table is set. I'm starving. Let me see. Large pot. With a nice light purpley liquid. And you see on each of your plate, you see a large steak, like a, like a fish steak. It's beautiful char marks with a light white glaze over top of it. Please, friends. Please take a seat. Horror one and three are making getting salad ready right now. Fresh from the garden. In the pot that is a I guess like a lunar vinaigrette. The cloud of stardust really does help add some flavor to dishes sometimes. Just poking it with a spoon. It's a fish steak. I'm I'm just poking gonna, it with a fork. I'm just gonna start trying it. Yeah. Um it's a little like there's a little bit of a fishy taste, but not like overpowering fish taste. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um has a little bit of char flavor to it. And the lunar bechamel it's really hard to taste like a regular bechamel. But there's like a little something extra on the palate aftertaste. It's really hard to like pinpoint the flavor. It's got a little funk on the end of it. That'd be the lunar say the lunar taste. Is it just like ground up moon? I mean sometimes you find a way to collect stardust. Mm-hmm. I think of it just as another seasoning. I can show you sometime. Salt. At this point. I just let out a heavy sigh and just choke it all down as fast as humanly possible. It doesn't taste bad. It's not taste like a fish. Yeah. A little bit of a little not a, not a fan of fish. At this point, Orwick, not a fan of fish. Or does come up with a salad and kind of is now holding the pot and holds out a spoon for the dressing. Just going to look over at his disgust at the fish. Ladle some dressing on all of your salads. Hell yeah. Sets it back down. Refills your glasses. Heads back inside. I'll look at his disgust of the fish and just be like, it's because you've never had to live off the land. Shut the fuck up. I will put a fucking bullet in you. Lay your ass out faster than any of the other idiots have so far. I'm assuming they're brothers. Yeah. I gave that away. Lovely sibling love. He's just a little testy today. Don't mind him. I swear to God. (laughs) Much like his light is fuse is a little short. I will use your blood as dressing on this salad. It's not my fault you were born second. It's not my fault you were born stupid. (laughs) So, Spike. Yeah. Tell me about you. Well, I've just been drifting through the Astral Sea for a bit now. Hot minute. 
ended up on their planet. Then crystalline vines grew out of it, so now I'm here. All right. Yeah. My crystalline vine business is not not great. No, it's no. really kind of off-putting. Well, I have a feeling if anyone's stopping this problem, it will be you three. I plan on putting a bullet between whoever's eyes. He came up with this shit. Oh, I bet you will. Give him two. Give one for me. <laughs> shit, I'll dump a whole mag in his face for you. I like your style. I'm getting fucking sick of this shit. Everywhere I go, these goddamn astrals. Oh, but they put a bounty on your head. They don't hey, want hey, you. They hey. don't want you coming up with the bad things. You gotta stop the plan. You gotta stop the greater good. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. No offense. No offense to you. I know you're different, but we're all aware of how different you are. You're you, touched by space. You really just want to save home, don't you, buddy? You could care less about anything else, huh? I mean, I'd love to go enjoy some time and, you know, have like a do like a space privateering gig. But uh, first of all, we're broke. Second of all, some asshole is trying to take over our planet and potentially kill our planet. It's definitely what it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Third, we're fucking broke. But it's all OK because the stars will guide our way. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The stars are literally fucking guiding our way right now. Way for the way to have some great, expansive, deep knowledge there, buddy. I'm glad you have finally figured it out. You know, all I have to say about this is nab. <laughs> what? Nab. Not all astral elves are bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's nab with three A's and an E. <laughs> Do you, do you need is that, that on a hat? Bit? Is that the new bit? Yeah. Nab? It's N-A-A-E-A-B. Not all astral elves are bad. N-A-A-E-A-B. The E is silent, so it's just nab. nab. <laughs> That's the bit. Anyway. Zach, everyone, he'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Th- th- thank you. Anyways, as I was saying... I'm I'm so glad that you were able to finally figure out what the fuck we got going on around us. What do you mean? All I've been doing is looking at star charts and looking at the stars. Yeah, exactly. You're the star guy. Figure it out. Point us in some directions. Try and find us some better directions. I've been trying to. I haven't found anything... Decent yet. What do you want from me? That's why I'm getting you the shiny spear. It's the only reason I agreed to kill the goddamn fish. Also because I needed to get to Xeraxis. (laughs) (laughs) Salt. So. As dinner ends, you do see... Another autonome. Orbigate. Comes out with a purpley pinky pie. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. I'll try it. It's fucking pink and purple. It's and? delicious is what it is. Luna cheesecake? No. Anyone? Hell no. Absolutely. Hell yeah. You have to try it. Or at no. least. cuts a very very small slice. No, 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 no. And no, no. sets it in front of you, and then cuts a normal size slice for everyone else. Thank you. 
Go, baby. Love this shit. I just slide mine over to Spike. Spike, you just eat it down. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. So Here, have seconds, buddy. Yeah, I can't leave. believe that you refuse to try this. It's pink and it's fucking purple. As nope. picky as ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's delicious is what it is. No. It's fucking weird. It's off putting. Yeah, you're off putting, but we put up with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I blew my arm off. It happens. Yeah. And sometimes food is pink and purple. It happens. No, That's that just true. makes you lopsided. Oh, I know. Mr. Symmetry over there. So, yeah. So, it tastes like a, like it's just a plain cheesecake, but it has that, you know, that lunar. The, the lunar taste. Zest. The little cosmic zest. Yeah, it's like, ooh, kind of tingles a little bit too. It's like pop rocks. It's like a minty, tingly feeling, like the little cool, like crystally feeling. It's like, psh. So, like pop rocks. Pop rocks, like a minty, menthol y pop rock. Ooh. No wonder, it, no wonder Bart's kind of going like, ooh, a little bit mint at the end of that. Mm-hmm. It's like a minty. It's like a minty mentholy, like a cool, like more like a cool feeling, like a cool pop rock. I kind of want to try mint pop rocks now. <laughs> I feel like that would be an interesting sensation in the mouth. Yeah, definitely, because they're two very clashing. Yeah, yeah. Just pop. You know what I would love though? Hmm. Super sour fucking pop rocks. They're that make would those. also be a very clashing flavor. Yeah, they I make did? sour pop rocks. I've never. Don is like, I want them all. I want them, or at least I'm pretty sure they do. What the fuck? Amazon. As far as I'm I, aware, I don't no. check Amazon right now or the internet as a whole. They gotta. That's not true. Hold on. Pop rocks break, everybody. We take a, a we're taking a brief break here, middle of the episode to uh. Extreme pop rocks, sour, loud, popping candy. Boom! I fucking told you. They come in they like little strip tubes instead of like the the packet. They come in like a long tubey thing. Yeah, I knew I'd seen them before. You can buy them at Vat Nineteen for a dollar. You can buy them on Amazon for a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Sour Pop Rocks. There you go, guys. Send us some Sour ah, Pop Rocks. Ah, damn! That was currently unavailable. How are they going to send us Sour Pop Rocks? We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get a PO box eventually, right? Yeah. They have warheads. I mean, I guess we could. I mean, we might as well. Do you want people if people decide to send us shit up? Do you want it sent to your house? That's how you get swatted. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see the local police roll up to my fucking house. Yo, our homie. Our homies. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Our inside being, that, agent. being that one, we're friends with one of the people that would be rolling up to our house. Yeah. Roll up to our house? You do not have a hostage situation happening. I know all of you way too well at this point. <laughs> yeah. and, and if we did... The only it pe- would be way worse. The only people you're holding hostage are yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, as your dinner comes to a close, break time. We'll take a break. So, yeah. So, we will be back in a little while to see how our lovely companions deal with Big Mama. We'll be back. Previously on TOC News. Hey, you can't be in here. Tell me, where are they? I'll never tell you. Fine, if it's going to be that way. Boys, tie him up. He's coming with us. <laughs> no! What the fuck? That's not what happened. Next time on TOC News. Please, send help. They're keeping me in a warehouse located at- Hey! 
How did you get loose? Boys! Do the chains. I'll tie them on myself this time. Welcome back. So. You guys have eight? Mm-hmm. Assume you haven't expended anything since our last long rest, so we don't really need to hit the button again. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So, Spike. Yep. It was determined that you are the human prey? I am the bait, yes. Okay. Just making sure we can see everything up there. I should probably get access to control everything to... Uh, yeah, to Zab. To the Zab? And there's a bar, and that's a, that's a hippo man. Um, little request. Could I go sit on top of the roof? <clears throat> like, can I ask her to... Why? Um, there's no way to the roof. Anyway. There's no way to the roof. Okay. Is that so that when you die on the roof, you can fall down and instantly fucking plummet to your death? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, so you can just get fast-tracked to death here, bud. Okay. Uh, before Spike walks too far, I'm going to hit him with my um, Eldritch Cannon Protector. Hell yeah. Uh, you get nine temporary hit points. Hell yes, Hell buddy. yeah, Batman. I'd give them to you, Bart, but uh, I think you learned your lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I did. We figured it out the hard way. Took us a while. We got there. Okay. So. All right. Time to lure in Big Fimsh. All right. I would like you, Spike, to make a perception check for me. Uh... Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Very well. As you're sitting out there, mm-hmm. it's very peaceful. Just kind of hanging out. You notice a glowing red eye appear. Oh, that's the Fimsh. And then a couple minutes later, you start seeing the rest of the body. Is Big Mama Peters. How far away is Big Mama? Big Mama currently is 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Um. I'll give you the opportunity to do one thing before we enter initiative. Uh, I would like to throw a javelin. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that. Throw that javelin. Seventeen. That does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. If you see the red eye of the void scabber appear, you just haul back in. Am I allowed to smite it? No, it has, it, to be, to it has to be on a melee attack. attack. Okay. Wasn't sure. Um, that is six, eight points of damage. As it snarls and the snarl reverberates through space. I would like you all to roll initiative. Alright. Alright. Eleven. 
13. What's your uh, dice spike? Uh, plus one. Okay. Battle? 14. Let's roll for Crocs. Hell yeah. Crocs coming up with a 22. All right. I have a feeling I'm going after the Fimsh. All right. Starting things off. Commodore Crux. Mm-hmm. Gonna make him roll himself roll right up. Goes, pretty close right next to you, Battle goes. Already? As he pulls his large musket out. Yeah, yeah. Fire off the boomsticks. He's gonna take his two musket attacks. First one is a nineteen to hit, which does hit ten points of damage. And the second one. Is it 19 again for 8 points of damage? Just. As the fish kind of flails a little bit. I'm still heading towards you guys. That is the end crux's turn. Basil, you are up. I'm all hit it with the fireball. Go ahead and roll. 15 plus 6. That hits? Yeah. That's, yeah, kind of had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling. Mm. 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. All right. Sounds good. 11 points of fire damage. That's a. Little ball fires explodes right on the side. Are you gonna move anywhere or are you gonna stay right there? I'm gonna stay right the frick there. Alright, this voice camera's gonna roll right up in your shit. Oh, um, Jesus Christ, alright. Does have a decently large fly speed. Um I'm gonna have all of you make uh wisdom saving throws for me. As you see a Oh and I don't get a bonus because I'm not even we're not even near Spike's aura. No. Yikes. Straight 11. You are not frightened. Uh, I got a 15. You are frightened. 26. You were fine. Crux and Bart are fine. But you two, Battle and Spike, are now frightened. So I have to spend my movement to... No, you just can't go closer. closer. But I can and still any, attack it, it. And all ability checks and attack rolls within, while the source of fear is, within, fear is within line of sight are a disadvantage. Are a disadvantage. And this is until the start of the scavers next turn. Okay. And at this point now, after <sighs> that... Crux was the one that did the most damage. So, it is going to use his Swallowing Bite on Crux. Which hits. Is a t- roll at 27. Which is going to do 33 points of piercing damage to Crux. And then, Crux is going to have to make a dex save or is going to be swallowed. Oh no. That's not good. Crux is fucking rolling hot tonight, and is rolling that twenties up the asshole. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. So just you see this scabbard just coming to crunch down on Crux, trying to pull him in and crush in this this large form just brute forces his way out. That is going to end Scabra's turn. Spike, you are up. Well, um, can't really do much of anything. Kind of trapped you at the uh, end of the dock, too. Yeah, so I guess I'll throw another javelin at it. Yep. Go ahead and do that at disadvantage. Oh, boy. Take it at nine, doesn't nine do, does doesn't not cut hit. It. I see you just launch your javelin and just like clamors to the ground a little bit over here past the fish on the uh, asteroid, one of the little outcroppings. I'll take a second attack and try and throw another javelin. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. Scuff. We're scuffed. Thirteen. Misses. Damn. So you throw another javelin. And I now only have two javelins. <laughs> They're both falling about the same spot. You can kind of see where they both are. Um, is it going to end your turn, Spike? Uh, yeah, that's about all I... Ooh. Um, how far away is Basil? Basil's currently... 25 feet. Okay, how far away from me is the fish man's? The fish? The edge of the fish is about 10 feet. From me. Okay. That's a pretty large finch. Yeah. Alright, that's it. Okay. Alright, Bart, you are up. I'm going to assume, based on where I am, I would not have clean line of sight to hit without potentially hitting Basil or Crux. Um, make a perception check. It's a pretty big fish. So let's take perception to see if you find the line. Six. And it's really hard to find the line from where you're at. You're not frightened, though, so you can move towards it. Yeah, you're not frightened. You can go right. You can right or wherever the hell you want. You can also move like down to the edge of the dock. Well, it was either I'm moving down to the edge of the dock or I'm moving on the other side of that little boulder that's up there. If I have enough movement. Um. Yeah, you can get over and around. All right, then I'm going to move there first before I start doing anything. And you shall loop around. Running around the rock. Loop yourself around there. You're around the rock, just holding yourself on there. You can see this. It's ugly. Not out of the way of Crux being there. It's it's an ugly fish. Big ugly fish. Could you just put me back a single tile, please? Boop. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. I got you. We're going to fire off a guiding bolt. Yeah, go ahead and roll the hit. (laughs) 
11. Misses. You all watch that radiant energy just collected just off into space. Well, fuck it. We might as well try using Archer, too. Hell yeah. Take that Archer form. Give you the little blue dot on the screen to denote you're in Archer form. Alright. 25. Oh. <laughs> Let me think on... Yeah. No, I don't think that hits. Bro. I think you're listen, the hard part of the scale. Listen, if a 25 didn't hit, we'd have bigger fucking Listen, issues. don't get me wrong. You guys are in a section where things the ACs are a little higher sometimes, but like... Nah, 25 this isn't a nothing. solar dragon. It is a fucking big fimsh. Scott for it, Bart. Eight. Eight for total damage. Yeah. You guys watch a thin streak of white light just pierce right through the fringe. That can end your turn? Um, yes. All right. It is now Crux's turn. Being right in front of the fish. So here we go. No use. Puts away the firearm, pulls a longsword, two-handed, is going to take two attacks with his longsword. Crocs be rolling strong tonight. How many more nat 20s did he get? That wasn't even a nat 20, that was a 19. Damn. Too bad he's not a barbarian and gets criticals on <laughs> 19s. <laughs> Damn, if 10. only I could roll like that. That's 10 points yeah. of slashing damage on yeah. the first yeah. swing. The second swing, oh, he finally messed one. <laughs> you so. also got to be melee for your half your abilities to work. Boom. You see yeah, him just it's cut. Hard when the fish decides to attack yeah. other people. You yeah. see him cut and slice one of the fins off. And then just whiff. On the second one. But you see a fin just falling into space. Hmm. Basil. Crooks, I hope you don't mind if I make a little bit of space. Uh, I'm going to use... I'm going to take a pistol shot, and I'm going to do my freaking thingy, thingy. My sure. That's right. a grip point for forceful. That shot will be... Uh, disadvantage, I know. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Only because of the fear. Disadvantage. No, I also be at your point blank, but... I don't have disadvantage if they're within five feet of me. Because yeah. a gunner. There you go. Yeah, you are very... You are very afraid. Like, ah! Ah! It's a giant fucking fish. Of a giant fish with just one eye. Ah! 13. Misses. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, where do I shoot? Where do I shoot? Bang! Son of a bitch. So close. <laughs> Flies off into space. And that's the end of that because I ain't getting around the rock. All right. Stay in there? Yeah, I can't really. All right. We will. Ain't worth it to really move around. I don't feel like leaving it's threatened. Time to see if he gets his recharges his eye beam. His he, he does eye not. beam. He does not, but he's going to Hey, we ain't scared no more. Attempt to chomp Crux again. Seeing that Crux has done the most damage. <laughs> yeah, it hits. Damn. See if he gets swallowed. And he's knocked unconscious. <laughs> as the fish does 53 points of damage. Oh my god. It crit him. Nope. No. That no. was just straight damage. This is raw. Yikes. And uh, 
crux is now swallowed. Swallowed. See, just the full, instead of where a four crux was able to fight off these crushing jaws, you see. It just swallowed a hippo hole. Well, fuck. Fuck. Well, Spike. Yeah, so we're going to uh, Starlight Step right up to, or actually, how much? Mo- I'm just going to move up to where Crux just was. Yep. You just run down the dock and run right there. Yeah. Um, and then we will take a longsword attack. Yeah, go ahead and roll for it. Uh, come on, baby. That's a unnatural 20. That definitely hits. Okay. Humping some divines, mate. Yeah, we're gonna bank a level two divine smite, so that's an extra three d eight. Three d eight. Sixteen. That's. T- 27 points of damage. And then did you add your sword bonus? Yeah. Okay. 27. 27 points of damage. And then we are taking a second longsword attack. Hell yeah. That is a 19 to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll for it. All right. We're going to dump our other second level divine smite. Hell yeah, dude. Dump it all. Paladins bust nuts. That is twenty-three points of damage. Twenty-three. Hitting big numbers. You just see as Spike swings his sword, it glow a bright white hot. Just carving into the stomach section of this fish. Chunks of flesh come off. The fish is going to see if he vomits on you. The fish is going to see if he what? What? Vomits on you. <laughs> well, goddamn. He's about to throw Crux back up, which is a good thing. Yeah. Crux is now unconscious, still, though. That's fine. That's fine. Crux is now on the ground. You are now covered, both of you, Bazline Spike, in like fish saliva and juices. As you see a hippo just basically fall over. Actually, I want both of you to make dexterity saving throws. As there's a hippo man. Fling. What's your um, aura boost? Zach, uh, where do I see that? Uh, it'll be under your features and traits, I think. Or it'll have, or it'll be a note on your. Uh, okay, Paladins hit me hard today. On your abilities and saves screen. Paladins are hitting me hard today. I mean, I probably don't need it. I rolled a seventeen plus four, so. Yeah, I'm just looking. 
Armor of Protection plus three bonus on all saving throws. So 17 plus seven. <laughs> okay, so let's see. So it is a what saving throw? Dexterity. Dexterity, okay. Ooh, that's... That's a nine for me, dog. And what did you roll by? 17 plus seven, ridiculously high you number. You just nimbly move out of the way. You, Basil, no, you, no, you, Spike, take like the leg of Crocs to the face mm-hmm. and just get knocked prone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, How much you... movement do I have left? Do I have enough to stand up? Okay, I'll say yeah. Yeah, you can stand back up. Then I'll just stand back up. Yeah. There's more just the effect of just, you got yeah, just I, socked I, in I the face. Get, like, oh. I just got Holy. fucking my ass railed by a hippo man. At record speed. Yeah. Yeah. You just get slapped in the face. More just, yeah, it was just more the effect of just a hippo right. just flew by you at speed, so. We are standing back up and we are, we're being chilling right there. That's, that's the end of my turn. That's your turn. Barry, you're up, my man. Did you add your uh, temp hit points? Hmm? Yeah, add? I have them. Okay. I'm just making sure you keep track, that's all. Yeah, I got... Uh, as soon as you gave them to me, I added them. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to try to hit another guiding bolt real yeah. quick. Go ahead and roll for it, man. Uh, that's a 26. Uh, yeah. Nah, I don't think that hits. No, it definitely doesn't. I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think he hit the ridge part of the scale. What you didn't know is this, this was just an ancient solar dragon in disguise. Holy shit. How many D6 do you get? Six. <laughs> what level are you fucking casting it at? Three. That explains why there's so many D6s on the table. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes much more sense. Okay. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Then you gotta hit him with a freaking archery bolt. Yep. Well, that means you're gonna give yourself advantage. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. You just watch yep. a streak of that yellowy white like just <laughs> right in the side of this guy. Do you just want to make sure though, real quick? The power of a dying star. Okay, it just adds D6s, nothing else. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, it just, yeah. Straight up gives you, says, dump more damage in me. Cool, cool, cool. Kind of like how Divine Smites don't do anything <laughs> with a higher spell slot other than add more D8s. Twenty-four. Yeah, that's... No, I don't think it does. Doesn't even. Well, technically, I roll at an advantage. So yeah, see when if I roll a see if you get the Yeah, see if you get the nat. No, same thing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it definitely hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. Nine. 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 Just a little bit of like. You see like a black, acre blood spew out the side of this fish. It's not looking healthy. This fish is not going to help you. Damn. Second end of your turn, Bart? Uh, no, I'm then going to use my movement to go around, hide behind the rock, but not quite be right at Crux, just behind, you know okay. what I mean? Yep. Perfect. 
I sit there. I'll wait until my next turn, and then I'm going to stabilize Crux. All right. You could also heal Crux. Yeah. Unless you, you didn't also, take a healing unless spell. Unless you took off the no, healing spell. No, I, I still have a healing spell, but wouldn't that count as another action? Yeah, yeah but but on okay, your next, next turn, turn, you can oh. just walk up and heal. You know. All right, but I wanted to stay back, so... Right. You said next turn you're going to stabilize him, but at that rate, why not just heal him so well, he's actually right. conscious again? Yeah, correct. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Well, we're going to see if now. Yeah, those are two very turn. different things. See what he does on his first death save. Fails. Oh, no. No, no. Hippo Dad's going to die. All right. Basil, you're up. How. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> you really don't want to do what? Thunder wave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we don't. Yeah, no, I don't want to send the poor hippo man flying. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm worried maybe, about. Yeah, maybe we don't actually <laughs> murder the hippo crux. man on the ground behind us. Yeah. Be, I think that'd be a little problematic. Yeah, because it counts as two fails and he's already at one, so... You would actually kill the hippo man. Uh, 21 to hit with firebolt. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, that's 10. And then I'm going to bust my action surge and do it again. Yeah, go ahead and roll for it. Do it again. Do it again, Tony. Fix it, it again, Tony. Tony. Anyone there's a Fiat on there, out there? I'm so sorry. 11 does that does not, not hit. Doesn't. All right. Don't do it. Just. <laughs> you see the char. The fish is kind of like, like limping. However, a fish would limp. I don't know. Fish got limp dick. Fish got limp dick. All right. We'll see if this fish gets his uh, fish dick. thing back. I'll if Basil is done with the turn. Stay in there? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Fear? No. But it is the voice guy's turn. And it looks now at you, Spike. <laughs> yeah, figures. <laughs> it's going to take a swallowing bite. Listen, How dog. does a 29 sound to hit? No. A 29 definitely doesn't hit me at uh, all. I'm gonna have, need you, uh, so you're going to take 36 points of piercing damage. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Temp HP coming in clutch. Uh, 25. You are fine. You are not swallowed. Let's go, bitch. As you hold back the giant toothy maw. That shit fucking hurted. Don't worry. I'll give you some more temp HP and soon it's my turn again. I mean, it did 53 to Crux. I was about to say, yeah. Un- an uncritted 53 to Crux. Yeah, an uncritted 53 would also knock my ass unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Uncritted 53 would knock... A lot of things unconscious. Yeah, well, it, it barely. I'm at 52 right now. It that barely gets me. me. That that ass kills. Wouldn't have, you still had your temp HP. Oh yeah, I, I, I murders. Yeah, no, no, no. Like yeah. not right now. It wouldn't. Like, but like 
Yeah, no. that really kills. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> Lord the, the Dion. Run. Quick question: Would I would I actually have to re-roll new character? Yeah, yeah. Be, unless, they revive, unless they revive, unless yeah. they revive you. No, no. Um, I'm just making sure that yeah. like if I'm, they can revive you, sure. But you'd been dead, dead. Yeah, you're. No, no, you've been dead. I there's no way we could revive you. Yeah, because that's dead. over. That's over. That's negative. Your maximum. That's yeah. double your max. Like that's like double your max. Period. Triple my max. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you yeah. are just straight up dead, so. dead. That's gonna end the void, uh, the void waste and spike. You're up. Me, me time. You time. Be like, all right, Donnie, roll, uh, roll new character. Now you're gonna be able to revive you. I'm gonna take my longsword and I'm gonna hit it again. Go ahead and hit it. That's a unnatural twenty. That definitely hits. Okay, we're gonna dump a level one divine smite this time. Hell yeah, do that up, big guy. Twelve. Oh, 14. How do you want to do this? Hey. Spike just fucking re- winds up and fucking takes a nice big strike down the front of the fish and splits its head in two. All right. As this fish has already bit down and as you pry your way out, you rear back and grab your sword and just... Pray to your deity as you feel this radiant energy and the energy of the stars around you coalesce in your sword. You strike down right through the front of this nose and just leave it split. As you see the brain matter fall into space as the fish, the eye... As the fish just floats. So it's floating down. And down. And then eventually out of the gravity well. Of the asteroid. Hell yeah. I'd just like to take a moment to to pause real quick. First fight where none of us went unconscious. Let's go! Woo! None of the three of us almost fucking died. Hey guys, it's almost like we're finally learning how to play D&D. The... The, okay, <laughs> last session was I could not. I got fucking crit yeah, for my entire yeah. health pool. I'm pretty right. sure that that's just a and, jab at me there, bud. I'm pretty sure that was that hard he has, at me. Uh, this is also a jab at the uh, the astral elf precarious situation we got put in, where homeboy just inked and then stood there. <laughs> <laughs> I, if hey, I don't move, they can't see me. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, they're, they're not T Rexes. <laughs> All right, can I? Can I? <laughs> At that point in time, there yeah, was no evidence ahead. to support that they could see me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to see which number I like better. Hold on. Oh God. Oh. Spock, do you even believe in That's a God? Only because it's yeah. You know, we're out of combat, and yeah. who the fuck do you pray to? Do a lot of radiant holy mumbo jumbo. Celestian. Holy shit, he's actually a holy man. Color me fucking impressed. How's it going stabilizing him over there, bud? Is he breathing yet? You kickstart his heart again yet? He's got 18.
Morning, hippo. Where is he? He's dead. Ah. It's dead. Oh. Okay. If I swing at me, Crux, I do not recommend that. Let's point you here. Is it dead? No. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, dead. we killed it. Wonderful. At this point, you see Topla exit the tower. Orb in hand. Thank you so much for all of your help, friends. I just hold out the orb in her left hand. Bart, take it. I'm just going to take it from her. Weird. You're the navigator. Figure it out. I actually might know someone who might be able to help you. If you're willing to get a little assistance from someone like me. Yeah, we'll take all the help we can get. Sure, I'll honestly. take another tree hugger, I guess. So, his name is Grimzod Garganhale. I just write that on the arm. and He's a pirate who fought many battles against... Uh, Astralis in the past. But, uh, it's got a few, a few uh, some ships nearby. And, uh, you know, might be able to help along. And he does owe me a little favor. So, what do we say? If you want to use the favor on it, be uh, my guest. I'll get you out there. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Sounds wonderful. Sounds Let's get back aboard that ship. All right. Time to see the map. Just hopping back to my spot in the oars, just ready to row. At this point. Um, oh, as also, sorry. Backtrack. As you murder this fish, mm-hmm. you see out of the split. A partially digested dwarf wearing a suit of armor pops out and falls on the asteroid. Hmm. I'm just going to squat down next to it and just kind of. The suit of armor is pretty bulky, encompassing the entire head and body of the uh, the dwarf. Say we take it with us at least. Maybe see if we can sell it at least. I'm just going to pull the helmet off. See it is. Like attached. Oh, it's all like it's like it fully encompasses. Oh Jesus! It fully encases the head and body. Jesus Christ! Just gonna you can't take it off, but you can't just take one piece off. Yeah, do right. We, do we want to just yuck it in the boat and deal with it later? Yeah, I'll sit on the boat and tinker with it for a while. How how many days have we been here? Uh, one. Yeah, I believe this was all one day. This point you hear her as she's. Let me take a look too. See if I can get this thing up and running. It had two. It's got two days left. I tried so I'll goddamn take, hard. I'll take a peek. I'll see what I can find. I put so much blood, sweat, and tears in that fucking thing. At this point, she's got her pack, and you hear her say an incantation and do a little thing, and she just starts to float. Hmm. That's well, nifty. I'll meet you over there. And you see her start flying off. Kick the dwarf into the boat. Yep. Just putting the just, whole dwarf in the boat? Yeah. Well, you're just taking I'll the dwarf. fucking fuck with him on the boat. Alrighty. Sounds good. I ain't got time to sit here fucking with him. Yeah. I'd help lift, but I'm no good. 
Yeah, I'm aware. So, I mean, oh. neither is Basil based on his fucking track record. Good point. Yeah, I'm more uh, quick with the fingers. Got good, good fingies. Got good fingies. I will put a bullet in your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will make those. Hey, you said it, not me. I will make those temporary hit points I gave you in temporary damage, permanent damage. Uh, those temporary hit points are, are fucking gone. gone. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Guys, row your way back to the second wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You meet. Oh, did I ever get my chunk of metal from the your face? She has a pack of stuff on her. So. Okay. Yeah. You might have one in the pack. If not, there's probably metal on board of the uh, second yeah. wind. You could scavenge up. There's also an entire suit of what I'm assuming is metal armor on uh, this. I don't want to tinker with that. If that's worth money, I don't want to just rip a chunk off of it to do what I'm trying to do. Fair enough. I did promise Crux I would try and make him a knockoff gnome. Just animate the fucking dwarf. <laughs> just melt it down a little bit, shrink it a little bit. I could do that. That would take a lot longer, but I could do that. Do we even know if the dwarf is dead for sure? Oh, it's partially digested. Oh, yeah. okay. Never yeah. mind, never mind. So I'd hope so. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I this would, man's I living would, a really so. rough life right now. Yeah, this man is in <laughs> agony, and I will put the bullet in his head now. Yeah. So, you guys eventually make it back to the ship where Topla is immediately making her way to the spell jamming home. All right. I'm going to get this fucking suit of armor out of the boat. Yep. I'm going to cast, ritually cast, identify on it. All right. I will send you a thing. It is a fish suit. Oh, I know. Yeah, I saw While that. worn, it enables you to breathe in an airless environment and renders you immune to the harmful effects of any gas that surrounds you. Yep. The suit also grants you a swimming speed equal to your walking speed while underwater or a flying speed equal to your walking speed in an environment with no gravity. Hmm. Yep. That's pretty dope. But it's only the size of a dwarf. So it's not going to fit any of us. Yeah, but it's probably worth good money. Probably worth some cash. Oh, yeah, 100%. But Austin, I will link you. Or I'll just link Yeah, I'll just link it directly to you. I was going to say, yeah, that I've seen. I got the thing in the... There you go. The booklet. The book. 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 So, at this point, a little bit of time passes before you hear a voice come up from the background and go, it's fixed. All right. I'm just going to go back in and she goes, I can fly it from here if you'd like. I got it. You sure? Yeah. I'm already tuned to it. All righty then. Well, then I guess you have to help get you guided there. Just Teach Bart how to navigate. So, at this point, she... uh takes you and uh, starts guiding you in the correct direction. All right. So, Topple pulls you aside, Bart. It kind of just helps you navigate with star charts and star maps. And uh, after a little bit of time, you all see dead ahead, and there's a cloud of debris. There appears to be some drifting wreckage. A few several ships. Here comes a Tomsman! Peering through his spyglass, he adds, Looks like we got three flying fishes, 
three line phrase, two squid ships and two star moths broke up there. Do we have to go near it? At this point, Topple comes aboard and she goes, that uh, looks roughly uh, about half of uh, Dargan Hale's fleet there. So, But I don't see his flagship, but I think it might be uh, wise. And Cross goes, yep, right on through the middle. Passive the best path is a straight line. Where I mean, did if you, you insist. learn that strategy? Has it failed me yet? Man. I got Starbo hit. Hit no, any enemies. No wonder poor Starbo gets his ass beat all the time. And hear him yell to you, Spike. Spock! Straight ahead. Keep us steady. Good lord. Bart, come help me load a ballista. Yes, Captain. So, hey, you guys. I'd make him do it, but. You do see a few things as you're flying through space. At one point, as you're going through, you see a blood red pirate fag become snagged on your ballista, and you have to wrestle it off. As you are going through, you do see two human corpses. And they eventually bump into your hull. Eventually, you see them attempt to like grab on and hold on and pull themselves up. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna yell down. If you're alive, you better say so now before I shoot you off my ship. We would like help. We survived this battle. We all right. Get uh, on up here then. Just want to make sure you weren't no space zombies or nothing. Um. Make a perception check. As you're, well, you're assuming you're leaning over to try to help up? Yeah, at this point, yeah, I guess I'll walk down and... A dirty 20. You notice something very interesting about these figures. Mm-hmm. They are... Dead white. Milky white eyes. Make a history check. Jesus H. Christ. Alright. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a plus six to that. Woohoo. Woohoo. Thirteen. You're not harsh. They remind you of vampire-like creatures. Just based off of, like, the paleness and the milkiness. You do end up helping them aboard. Like, we would like to see whoever your captain is. We, as you can see, are looking (coughs) for a new commission. We are eager to serve whoever. Insight check. Yeah, go ahead. What was it? I don't know, man. I, the the Milky Way vampire thing's got me on edge. Uh, eleven. Eleven. I mean, they look beat up. They do not look great, and 
Yeah, they kind of look, look like about as genuine as they can get. Yeah, I mean, they look like they just literally got the shit kicked out of them in whatever battle is here. And they're just trying to, you know, not float around and die in space. Yeah. Respectable. <sighs> All right. Crocs. There. See more comments. Why? Why are they here? Well, considering they're alive and they said they survived the wreckage. Mm-mm. Unless you want me to put a bullet nope. in its head now. I, I don't want them kind of here. Which I point, I just draw and just put the pistol right up to one's head. You see him turn around because I'd prefer they were destroyed. Okay, cool. Bang. This one would have been that um, messed up. They are pretty, pretty easy to take out. But I do need you to make you a constitution saving throw. I'm That's a natural it. one. Uh, roll a d10. I'm assuming the other one's on the ship by now. Five. I'm assuming they both taken. Yeah. yeah, they both were on the ship. Five. You take five points of necrotic damage as the vampire explodes. That's fine. What the fuck were they? Vampirates. Vampirates, damn. Vampirates. Uh, make another constitution saving throw as the chain yeah, reaction. One. Yeah. Nine. Nine? Nine. Roll me another D10. Ten. Ten, Ten points, points of necrotic, necrotic damage. damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's ash just appears everywhere. Oh, that was a new trick. I didn't know vampires exploded in space, but that's cool. Space vampire pirates? Yeah. A little bit farther down your path. Listen, Crux, I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring him aboard, but I am uh, the new guy around here, so. I'll forgive you this once, but you know now. I know now. I know now. Shoot him on sight. I got you. So. You do see a little bit farther down three gray scabbers, which are kind of like the big fish you've seen before. You just fought. They're picking at a corpse of an astral elf, just biting and ripping pieces off. And a little bit farther down. After you pass through the wrecked ships, you see a tiny ball of light appear over the bow of your ship. It quickly flies around the mast and settles about a few feet above the main deck and just changes through the color spectrum as it hovers. And you all hear in a soft voice, Lost are we? Maybe I can be of assistance. I don't think we're lost. What are you? Easy now. I am a wisp. Yeah. Where are you headed? Uh, As far as I'm aware, according to my navigator, the direction we're looking for. Well... You seem to have driven through a, sh- a battle. Yeah. Were you looking for someone that could be at that battle? Maybe. Then I think I know where you're going. I think I can help you. It's only about a day away. Tempora? Tupola. Or Tupola, yeah. 
Oh, hello there. Hello. I don't like face beards. I don't trust none of this stuff. It's like shimmers blues, shimmers yellow, shimmers green. They creep me out. They'll steal your soul. They'll take your name. I'm just trying to point you in the correct direction. Space can get very disoriented. I'm aware of that. And there are bad people out here. I'm aware of that too. But so far it seems like I run into a lot more bad people than good people. Well, I think that the captain of this crew is always looking for new ships that could possibly use some help. And we'll be going to a specific point where you can find him for whatever reason that you need him. Do we trust it, Tapala? I think it's being genuine. And I'll take your word for it. Again, I'm the new guy on the block. And I think Any it's wisp of gargantails? Probably fine. Oh, he's got wisps. Huh? That's why Tapala walks down into the jail and goes, Spike, do you see the wisp? Yeah. Follow it. Okay. So. You guys have about a day's travel. Is there anything you guys want to do during this day of travel before you get to the rendezvous point? Uh, take, take a, a long, long rest. rest. Hell yeah. Take your long rest. So, um, the other thing I will try and do is talk to Crux and ask him if he has a crystal or a gem worth about a hundred gold okay you did get you did end up getting your scrap piece okay cool so i'm assuming Let's you have it. an automaton automaton it's in big air quotes well yeah essentially if i can if he's got the gem i will take the gem and the metal and make him a automaton homunculus with my artificer infusion um if he's got it if he doesn't he might have to wait a little longer. He looks at you and goes, Well, I don't have a piece worth that much, but I bet we can find one real soon. I, I think we can too. I'm not saying we can't. I was just asking because you, you're looking for a sidekick. I know you're looking for a sidekick. I, I wish, can steal it in my bones. I wish I had one for your friend. You just have to hold I'll, on a little longer. We'll and then keep I'll get our eyes train. out. Yep. Hold on a little longer and I get your shiny little metal friend. Puts his giant mitt around your shoulder, pulls you in really tight and goes, I knew I locked you. Hell Picks is. you up off the ground a little bit, kind of squeezes you and deals you. Easy now. Drops you down. Well, uh, vampires always make my bones jitter. Listen, I thought they were kind of weird too. I didn't, uh, but I don't know. You knew it's fine. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, at least I was willing to execute him for you. <laughs> Alright. Did you the favor. So. Anyone else doing anything? Spell jamming, so you know. Trying to learn how to use that, uh... What was it that she gave me? Yep, so at this point, you can be attuned to it. I'll send you the... I will send you the page for it. Sweet. 
No, it doesn't actually need achievement, but I'll send you the page. You can just use it. It basically just tracks your move, tracks the movements of like all suns, planets, moons, and comets within your system. Oh no, shit! And oh. it also projects a display of all these yeah, above she said, that, its she said that's what it did. So yeah. basically, it's a little star map in an item. That's helpful. And then also in that display, there's a little point of light that is where you are, relatively to all of the other. Well, I told you, you'd be the navigations officer. Oh, it looks like there's a black hole like four systems over. So there you ain't got are. time for a detour. There you are, Donnie. I just linked you the uh, the Wild Space Orrery. Very so, cool. After your day's travel, you all find yourself eventually caught up in a large cosmic storm. Dense blue and purple clouds surrounding you as lightning flashes through them, illuminating the silhouette of a galleon with torn, flapping sails. Ghastly mariners stand on deck, cling to the ringing, and they stare at you with unblinking eyes. These are approximately 250 feet away from the ship at this point. Is that a ship full of fucking dead people? Papa goes. Looks like it. Fucking gets weirder and weirder out here, <laughs> At man. At this point, you do seem to notice that the ship is getting closer. God fucking damn it, these motherfuckers. Can we start going in, uh, I don't know, not this direction? Maybe turn a little bit? Maybe. Yell loud enough for Spike to hear you. He can hear you throughout the whole damn ship, so... Spike, we got bogeys right in front of us. Let's uh not go straight. Two hundred fifty feet coming in fast. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll turn. I'll I'll, I'll turn like slightly like out of there. Like we'll go like forty five degrees to the to the right of their boat. So forty five degrees to the port. They're coming towards you. Eventually, you guys will come within 50 feet of each other, but you're not going to like ram into each other as you're pulling out. They're going out. You do see as you do get close enough, the galleon's captain steps into view. A pallid, white-haired man with a bared metal mask covering the lower half of his face. He detaches his left wrist, which skitters up his arm to his shoulder and waves at you through his fingers. At this point, Crux walks up, puts his arm around to you, Basil, looks at the rest of you as he, you see his hand go to a holstered pistol. Just, Don't worry, mine's there too. Vampires again. I don't know, you think we're going to have to fight them or you think they're going to fuck right off? I don't know. But we will find out next time. Thank you all so much, everyone, for stopping into another wonderful episode. Next time on the Tavern of Chaos. At this point, Gargano drops to his knees, traces a pattern on the deck with his right hand, and you see a shimmering wave of magical energy just across the entire ship. We're invisible. Cool. They're not going to see us coming until it's bloody too late. <laughs> I like that idea. How much experience they got uh, just kind of whipping around in the storms like this? Enough.